Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone and welcome to another session of the IFG weekly tafsir where we go through verses of the Quran pertaining to business, finance, investing and or society in general and ponder over some of its meanings and derive some actionable points of benefit. I'm your host today, Khidr Muhammad, the community lead at IFG and today we're going to be reading verse 66 of Surah Al-An'am and sharing some reflections on that. So without further ado, Bismillah, Walhamdulillah, Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Rasulillah. I will now go on to read the verse. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaytanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. كَذَّبَ بِهِ قَوْمُكَ وَهُوَ الْحَقُّ قُلْ لَسْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ بِوَكِيلٌ The translation is as follows. Still your people, O Prophet, have rejected this Qur'an, although it is the truth. Say, I am not a keeper over you. I found this verse really interesting for the latter half of it, where the Prophet ﷺ was instructed by Allah to say, I am not a keeper over you. And while the context of the verse sets it in a very different place and position, I was thinking about this and I was really moved by the idea that we often think that it is the right conditions and right environment that determine our actions. Here the Prophet ﷺ saying is basically disassociating from the Quraysh and saying, I am not someone who's basically going to be arbitrating between you and Allah. I'm not your wakil. I'm not your lawyer. To you, your actions. This is what you have decided to do. This is the path that you have chosen and the consequences will now be on you. And similarly, we have a lot of people nowadays that often say to themselves that, oh, I can't do this because the conditions aren't right. If there was an Islamic government with an Islamic economic system, then I would earn halal. Then I would make sure all my transactions are halal. If I had more money, then I would give charity. If I had this, then I would do that. We often try to offset whatever we can to a later date by saying the conditions or the timing isn't right currently. And sometimes, sometimes in a small number of cases, that really is the case. Someone, for example, who is starving, who has no money whatsoever, of course, naturally, they're not going to be able to give some charity. But a person with the mindset who says, I'm going to give some charity when I'm really rich. Yet you can see that they're going out and every other day they're buying Starbucks coffees and they're eating takeaway and they're neglecting their charity. You can see that this person is just offsetting what he could do today. And really what we have to realize as people is that no one can control us. We are our own keepers. We are our own wikis. And one day in front of Allah, we will have to answer for every single action we've done. But what we can do now is what will determine our akhirah. You see, many people, they offset all the good things to the future. They'll say, oh, I'll start praying, you know, once I've uh, learned how to recite Quran correctly. Or I'll start seeking knowledge once I've got more free time. And they keep on pushing things further and further. But what you don't realize is, and deep down everyone knows this, you don't know when you'll have those things 
You don't know when you will have more time. You don't know when uh, you'll have more money. All you've got with you today is that that today. That's all you've got. The time you've got today is the time to take action. And what you do with the time you've got right now is what will determine your akhirah. Now, you can look at this in a dunyavi perspective or an akhirah perspective. In a dunyavi perspective, everyone's like, Oh, I don't know how to invest. I'm going to learn later once I, you know, once I sort out some other issues. Why are you offsetting investing? You can learn right now, but people are lazy. People don't want to learn. They want to push it aside and they'd rather spend more time on Netflix, on watching TV, on going out for movies, on taking nice Instagram photos, but they want to put off anything that's hard work. But when they do see people that are successful, they will say, oh, this person, he's successful because of X, Y, and Z re reason. He had the right conditions. He went to this school. He had friends in this place and that place. And yes, there might be a kernel of truth there that, you know, your environment does nurture some things. But how many stories from rags to riches have we heard where people who've come from nothing have absolutely made it? Why? Because they always looked at what can I do right now? What can I do right now to change my life? What can I do right now to be better than I was yesterday? So for example, if you want a better relationship with Allah, some people are like, oh, I need to, I'm going to wait for a time where I've, uh, you know, studied the Quran a bit more, or I'm going to work really hard now. And then 10 years from now, I'm going to enroll onto a full-time Islamic course. But what these same people, these same people, when you say to them, oh, but you know, your masjid does a once a week Halaqa for 15, 20 minutes or after Asr Salah or whatever in the masjid, you could sit for 10, 15 minutes with the imam and do some learning. They're like, nope, I don't have time for that right now. I need to focus on this. I'm going to do that in the future. I think what we do to ourselves is that we put ourselves down. We don't actually actualize our potential. I was trying to find a different word. There are ways of making ourselves better and every single person, every single day can make an effort in trying to be better than they were before. You look at your conditions right now, you look at the free time you have right now, and you look at your goals. And then based on that, you can then move forward with that. If every single person said to themselves that I'm going to do this tomorrow, nothing would ever get done. In fact, I was reading a quote, I forgot who this quote was by. But I know it was from one of our righteous scholars of the past. They said that the word soon is an army from the armies of shaitan. What does that mean? That means when you say something that I will soon do this, you're actually buying into shaitan's trap, which holds you back because tomorrow might never come. All you've got is right now. And you are the arbitrator between your present and your future. What you do now with your actions will determine your future. And whether that's to do with giving charity, whether that's to do with investing, whether that's to do with starting a business that you're really passionate about, but haven't found the time for, now is the time for everything. You don't know what you have in the future. We have so many examples of people that are healthy, not a single medical issue or anything dire wrong with them. And then the next day they've passed away. They also probably said, I'm going to do this in the future. And then that future never came. So 
I'm going to close with this reminder that you know don't wait to do what you want to do. Don't hold yourself back from starting on things like investing or pursuing your dream job or starting that business that you've always wanted to do or helping people the way you wanted to help them. If you have a true desire for it and you want to actualize that, then now's the time to do it. Put a plan down. Get a pen and piece of paper out and start to envision it, break it down. How can you actually do that today? And if you can't do it as grand as you want to, there are many people that say, I want to seek knowledge so that I can be closer to Allah. But they think that to seek knowledge, they need to travel to Egypt or to Mecca or Medina or to Morocco. And that's where they'll seek knowledge. And they put it off. If you can't do it to that grand scheme, why not start small? Why not start with your local masjid, a sister's halaqa circle or a brother's circle and get start from the bare bones or the basics and then work your way up to a point where you can actually then go grand. And that's where we conclude for today. Jazakallah khairan for joining another one of our 10-minute tafsir sessions. Inshallah, we'll be here next week, same time, same place. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you got this far, you must have enjoyed the podcast, which means you'll definitely love our other episodes and other content we produce as well, inshallah. Be sure to check out the website, islamicfinanceguru.com, as well as our YouTube channel and social media. Until next time, assalamu alaikum.